Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechus Ksubos, Perik Yod, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. A man is married to two wives and dies without leaving any property, meaning he does not have enough property to pay for both ksubas. So, Harishon Kodem Zlishniya. The woman who we married first, she gets precedence, she collects her ksuba, and only whatever is remaining, the second wife gets. Now, there's another din that's called the ksuba of the male children. The way that works is as follows. If a man and a woman die, if a woman dies, her children, rabbinically, only rabbinically, are entitled to the ksuba. Therefore, in this case, where the uh, the man dies and then the wives die, the, the the children of the first wife as well get ksuba before the children of the second wife of second wife, and if it's not enough, so then the children of the, the second wife get less. Again, that's the way it works. Okay, notice we shown a mix. A man marries his, his first wife and she dies, meaning to say, once she dies, her children now rabbinically are entitled to the ksuba. Then he marries the second wife and then he dies. Now the first, now now the first wife's children they get the ksuba rabbinically, but the second wife gets the ksuba biblically because she's married. She was married to him. So shnei of yarsha kodemus yarsha rishon. So the second wife collects the ksuba before the first wife's children. Meaning to say, if it's not enough, the second wife gets all of it, and the, and the uh, first wife's children get the remaining amount. Okay. The next case is as follows. We're going to continue to discuss the concept of the children of the wife who get this rabbinic ksuba. The um, halacha is that if a man's married to two women and they have multiple children, we split the property equally. That is to say, each 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 of these half siblings will get an equal amount. What if there is a ksuba? There's a ksuba, or, or there, we know there's a ksuba, but in this case, the first wife's ksuba was worth more than the second wife's. So what we do is first we pay out the ksuba, and whatever's remaining, we split evenly. Says our Mishnah, Mishnah Nashman, person marries two wives. Again, one of these wives has a larger ksuba than the other one. Umesu, they die, Vachach Mesu, and afterwards he dies. So the orphans come and say, We want this, this we're going to call this, this ksuba, this rabbinic ksuba that are, that's owed to us. The ancient Melishtik ksubas. Here's the problem. There's not enough uh, in the Yerusha, in the estate, to pay for the ksubas, meaning the larger ksuba and the smaller ksuba, and then also to divide the estate among the remaining children. Chok and Lashava. So in the event we don't have enough to pay out the ksubas and to divide the property, we just say no ksubas are being paid out. Rather, we're dividing the Yerusha equally, half to this side of the family, half to that side of the family. That is to say, we only say that the ksubas, these rabbinic ksubas are paid out when there's also going to be enough remaining to still divide something among the rest of the children. Haisha Moser dinner. If there is enough, at least one dinar, which is a small amount left over after the ksubas are paid, in this case, the larger ksuba and the smaller ksuba, so the sons take their mother's ksuba, the other son takes their mother's ksuba, and the remaining dinner is evenly divided among the children. Okay. Next. Says the Mishnah, So what if Yisoma realized now that there's not going to be a dinner left over? Meaning that you have, you have two Yisoma, you have Reuben and Shimon, Reuben's going to get a ksuba, let's say, of 500, Shimon's going to get a ksuba of 200, and there's only 600 in the estate. Which means now there's nothing left over. Equals when there's nothing left over, we revert back to just splitting everything ev- evenly. So that means now that Ruben's going to lose out. So what does Ruben say? This I'll tell you what we are mochel on a little bit of our ksuba, meaning we're mochel on one dinner's worth, so that we're going to get. You uh, said he was getting four hundred. Uh, we'll get now get three hundred ninety nine. Just use those numbers, and our brother will get 
their 200. I mean, now there's one dinner left over, and we'll split that dinner evenly. So what are they effectively doing? They're, they're orchestrating a case where there's going to be a dinner left over so they can split that evenly, but equals they end up with the money that or more money at the end of the day because they're getting their full ksuba minus a dinner. So Imam Yisomim, if the Yisomim of the larger ksuba say, we're willing to consider our father's property worth a dinner more than its actual value. I.e., what we're trying, we're going to do is we're going to forfeit one dinner's worth of the ksuba we're owed, and therefore that's going to create a situation where there's a dinner left over, so we can collect the full ksuba minus a dinner, and that dinner will split, so they end up on top. This we can collect our ksuba because again, if there's no dinner left over, it's split evenly, which now it's each side gets 300. If there's dinner left over, now they get 400 minus a little, and no minus half a dinner, effectively, because um, that last dinner split. Ain't someone them, we don't listen to them. Elishamanis and Nefasim based in. Rather, we value the property invested according to the value at the time of the father's death, and we split it, and we split the property equally. I wish you all a wonderful day.